Okay, so, so let's stop. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks again for listening for another week. This week's episode is a music one. So what I'm trying to do is talk about different songs, different artists, different albums that may have been influenced in my life, or simply that may have brought me fond memories and why. And for this song, it's from the 60s. And it's from an artist whose name is Alfred Jesse Smith, born in 1941, or better known as Brenton Wood. And the song that I'm talking about is called the Ooga Boogum song. One of his best, one of his most popular. It was released in April 1967. It was a two-sided album with Give Me a Little Sign. And if you are familiar with any of his music, those are two of his very most popular songs. And it's a song that it's reached 19 in the U.S., you know, hot R&B singles. U.S. Billboard, it reached 34. Canada reached 9 and 31, and U.S. Cashbox reached 43. This song is connected to a lot of the oldies movement, and it's also connected to a lot of lowrider songs. Now, if you don't know lowrider songs, it's songs they play when you're at a car show, when there's lowriders, when there's cars from a specific area and from a specific culture, which is mainly the Mexican uh, Mexican-American Chicano culture. Mexicans love this guy. They've accepted him as his own, so much so that when he performs now, he's dressed in a zoot suit. <laughs> he is, believe, 79. So he's still performing. He's still going out there playing. And I believe he just played maybe about three, four years ago in this concert in Long Beach. So if you were going to get a chance to see him, jump at it as soon as you can. Because one of the regrets that I've had was I had a chance to see Chuck Berry and Little Richard, and then now, as you know, or if you don't know, they both have passed on. Little Richard just passed the year in 2020, and Chuck Berry about a year, two years before that. So any artists that you see or that you like that are up there in age and they're performing, please grab a chance to go see them. I know Jerry Lee Lewis is still around, and he's tours once in a great while, so... If I have a chance, I'm going to go see him. If not, then and I guess the new hip thing to do is to go see the hologram. <laughs> but this genre that Brandon Wood's from, it's, you know, it's soul, it's R&B. And that's one of the musics that my grandma listened to, part of her, you know, compilation of, of albums. This type of R&B, I absolutely love. It's, it's cheesy to say. But it's got soul, it's got rhythm, it's got meaning, it got resourcefulness, it got love, it got it got pain, it got understanding. And with some of the temples, it gives you that little extra to keep your life going, to keep stepping up. And this song is no different. So I'm going to play a couple of seconds of this. You may have heard it, you may have not. And if you like it, definitely look it up in whatever platform you have. Well, let's uh, give it a listen real quick. Two, one, two, three. 
That's about one end of the song. It's very famous, very popular. And the reason why I'm doing this song is because a lot of the music that I listen to revolves around my grandma. She opened the door for me. But this song specifically, when I think of, when I hear certain songs and I think of these memories, this one I absolutely think of my Aunt Lizzie. I mean, unfortunately, she's not with us anymore. And if it's one lady, or it's one person in life, in my life, that I would have want my kids to meet, it would have been her. She had this unconditional love, this untouchable spirit, and whenever you seen her, you were the most important person in the room. You just felt the love. Especially with her nieces and nephews, she always loved them. Always called them little fuckers. <laughs> always loved them and gave them like a, a, heavy, a heavy-handed pat on your shoulders. And it was just pure love. She was enjoyable. She was the life of the party. And, you know, fortunately, she's just not with us right now. But definitely, when I hear this specific song, I imagine her. Because one of my memories I have tied to this song and her is just her dancing to it. And sometimes when our loved ones pass, the more or less memories of them is, unfortunately, them in the casket, them in the wake, uh, or I mean the viewing. And then to the next day where they get buried. That's one of the last memories you have. It's just the truth. It's just, if I could go back and not be a part of those days, I wouldn't. Because the last thing I want to do is see my my loved one in that casket in there. And that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why I told my wife too that if something were to happen to me, no viewing, no funeral, just burn me and toss me somewhere. If you want to keep me, cool. If you want to make me into some rings for the kids or something like that, that's absolutely fine too. But I don't want, so no disrespect to anybody who have loved ones who, you know, who are buried or they're laid to rest in, you know, certain specific spot. Just for me personally, because I don't want people to cry over me just like we've done with some of our past members. I don't want people, much less my kids, to see me in their last, you know, seconds, the last the last time they're going to see me on this earth to be in that casket. Absolutely not. If I'm going to go, I want to go and be left with good memories. If people want to honor me or pay respects, think of a good memory. And that's it. Last thing I want for them is to think of me and to be sad, to be crying, to go up on a podium and see what the best part of you know life was with me or anything like that. Only because with my aunt, that was the final one for me. You know, going through my grandma, a couple of other aunts, uh, grandparents, close friends, everything like that. And once my, you know, it was my aunt that passed, that was it for me. I I was done with them. And I know they're going to happen again because let's face it, everyone passes. But as far as me being in a certain situation, I just, I've gotten too much emotion sucked out of me from, during those times. And I just can't do it no more. I really just can't. Because one of the reasons why I want to 
you know, I guess be cremated just for that specific reason. But everyone has their own views. Everyone wants to be buried in the holy grounds and different religions and all that. But it's just me. So if you're hearing this and you know me till my old, 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 old days. And all of a sudden you hear that, you know, I've gone just think happy memories. That's all I want. And then with this song, it brings me to a good place about my aunt. And for so such, such a long too, the last imprint where we know her passing, because we fortunately we were there. I was there when he actually went across to the other side, for lack of better better terms. And for a while, that's always stuck in my head, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to think about that. So when I listen back to some music, when I hit on shuffle and the song comes on, think of the best happiest memory of my aunt, and I get a smile. It's one of the best feelings that I could have for the day. I started thinking of how great she was and how much I loved her, how much she was loved. I have a picture of me and her up on her house when I graduated and she was so ecstatic, so happy. You thought like her kid graduated. She was that excited. And it was just some of the things that I want to instill to my kids. I want to be that joy for them. I want to be that that love, that love of the life, love of the party for them. And she know, Matt was my inspiration for that. So when I hear this music, it's a big, it's a big fond memory that I get. And from this artist too, he doesn't have, it's hard to say for artists because when you listen to certain artists, obviously, you know, they put their heart and their soul into their, their life's work, which is their music. And for Brendan Wood, he has about, about six, seven albums. So he has about four and 67 which a couple of them were you know just a couple of one or two side records and then albums came in 77 then you got 86 most recent ones were in 01 and 2009 and then in 91 which the albums that we had growing i had growing up and part of the most famous it's his greatest and it's actually called brendan wood's 18th best came out in 91 which it's believed that's his greatest hits album. And it's hard because that album, that greatest hits album, all those songs for the most part are the good tracks. <laughs> and if you don't like R&B, that's fine. But when you think R&B, it's not so much of the, the love romantic stuff that you hear, I guess, like in the late 80s, early 90s, like all the boys to men stuff. It's far from it. It's you know, it's the Brennan Woods, it's the Marvin Gaye, it's the Aretha Franklin. It's obviously the James Brown calls himself the godfather of soul, which most rightfully so. Soul, rock and roll, that guy, everything. But it's part of this genre called R&B that when you hear this music, you feel what they're singing. It's not one of those songs where you put it and it's like in the background. When you hear one of these songs, they get your attention. You're theirs for two minutes. Even some of you guys like Marvin Gaye, when you hear like heard it through the grapevine or something like that, and you hear him sing, you hear those vocals on there, you're fixated on that for however minutes it is. And it just transports you into a different time and space. Whether it's good or bad on you, that depends on on you and your, what you have tied to it. And when Bretton Wood, his whole, I guess catalog or his whole album, whatever you want to call it, it takes me to a different place. It fixates me on happy times with my aunt because that's what it's tied to for me. 
And yeah, you could listen to it and be, think of like different car shows you've been to. Because more than likely, if you go to a car show now, or there's any type of lowrider or hydraulic or anything like that, chances are you might hear one of his songs just out of the blue. It's going to happen. <laughs> but for me, it's about listening to this music, thinking of my aunt, appreciating artistry that goes behind it, from the lyrics to the composition to how he sings it. And then you got the iconic album cover. And it's just something you want to pass along to your kids in a sense because you want them to continue this music. You want this music, this genre, this part of your life to continue. And I feel that way about a lot of 50s music. It's kind of dying. A lot of late 40s, 50s, like the Muddy Waters, the Chuck Berries, the Little Richards, Jerry Lewis. I feel with new generation that's passing and passing, the way the music is so shitty now, I feel like those artists, their legacy, little by little, is fading out. And for those of us who love this music, who breathe this music, who appreciate it, it's our duty to pass it along to the next generation and just keep it going. With Muse, with Ramstein, with Coldplay, there is no them if there wasn't a Chuck Berry, a Little Richard, uh, a Marvin Gaye, uh, a, a Brendan Wood. None of those bands, even Stones, the Beatles, none of those bands exist if we continue to let this music fade out. And I feel like each and each pa- year passes, it's fading out. And is it going to happen? Maybe. Because tell me, what artist do you know from 1900? Oh, wait. A few moments later. Think of anything? Exactly. So 100 years from the 50s and, nine, and 2050, are people going to be praising the Little Richards, the Chuck Berries? In 2060s, are they going to be praising the Brennan Woods, the Aretha Franklins, the Diana Rosses, the Tina Turners? Are they? <laughs> I'll let you know when I get that age. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, everything going good. And I'm there to see you around that time and experience whatever's, whatever's going to hit us, whether it's us turning into robots, seeing aliens becoming immortal, colonizing Mars, turning Jupiter into another sun. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if global warming is going to, in fact, hit and take over everything and just crumble our Earth. I have absolutely have no idea. But the fact is that when time moves on, our arts have to continue to live on. And listening to a song keeps that, that music living on. Checking out, looking up who this is, who that is. It's part of keeping the artistry alive. So I hope whoever hears this, if you're interested, take a listen. If you already know it, cool. If you don't and you may be a little curious, check it out too. There's the great thing about the 50s and 60s. There's tons of artists you may have never even heard of. But you might hear their influence in a Kanye West song. You may be listening to Tribe Called Quest album and you hear one of their samples. You hear an Eminem song. And there's a sample from a song from, you know, the 50s, the 40s. You just never know. And that's the best. One of the best things about hip hop is that they sample so much from the past. If you're interested enough and artists like Kanye who just make the beats so damn good, it makes you want to go look up, like, where did he get this from? It makes you want to look up, like, who is this artist? Let me hear the original. And it just opens up a brand new door. 
And I know this is going to be me for most of the episodes talking about, you know, the influence and all that, what I'm saying right now. But what I want to get a point, what I want to get across is why I love these songs, why I love these artists. And some of them aren't going to be tied to anything. They're just going to be genuinely songs I love. Like there's a couple of Pink Floyd songs that I absolutely love, but they're not tied to any one specific. They're just damn good songs. Empire of the Sun, there's Eagles of Death Metal, there's Queen of the Stone Age, there's Ramstein, there's Green Day, there's Blink, there's London After Midnight, there's Bauhaus, there's Prayers, there's Black Sabbath, there's Zeppelin, there's the Stones, the Beatles. I mean, the list just goes on for me. <laughs> but that's the beauty thing of this is it's me opening the door to different artists you may have not heard of. And if you have an artist too that you may suggest, feel free to hit me up. I'm always open to listening to new music and researching new things. So if you get a chance, hit me up. If you like this, cool. So I'm going to leave you guys off with another minute or so from the song. I know that you're kind of not supposed to be playing songs. You don't get permission to and all that. But let's face it, I'm not that big or I'm not big at all. So if I do this and I keep doing it and let's say I get flagged or it gets taken off, if you guys like it, also do it and I'll figure out a way how to get it out to you guys. If that is indeed something you guys would want to hear, but I'm open to it. So thanks again for listening for another week. And there it is. Welcome now, baby, your cat, your 